Hey, hope you guys are having a great week. You can follow us on Spotify or Apple Podcast. Yeah, and we're also on Instagram. So if you haven't followed us yet, go ahead and do that. Uh, our at is the dot wine dot free is dot free. <laughs> <laughs> it's the wine is free. There's dots in between. You'll figure it out. And we also have a Facebook page. We're really excited um, to share with you guys. It's called Free Wine and Unleavened Bread. Be sure to check it out. Um, we're going to try posting a little bit more on there for you guys. And we are so excited for the content we have coming your way. Yes, and we've also got a YouTube page. Uh, it's gonna, just going to be the free wine, the free wine and unleavened bread. It's going to be free wine and unleavened bread. Uh, we're going to start posting videos on there, trying to get a little creative, posting different content. Um, yeah, but you can follow us on any of those platforms. Hope you guys have a great week. I heard beep, beep. Yep. <laughs> All right. Gotta love it. What is up, guys? Welcome to the podcast, Free Wine and Unleavened Bread. This is it, the Lord's Supper. It is. We got, uh, well, I'm Whitney, and that's Dalton. Hey, Whitney. I'm Dalton. (laughs) Wow, nice to meet you. you. (laughs) Corian. Hey, guys. Corian on the mic. And then David. Hey. (laughs) (laughs) I love doing that. I wish the camera had been directly on David when he did that, because the face that he made was priceless. He was like, there's, you can't put a price tag on it. He has to think about no how to send out the word there. before he says it. <laughs> There's no return policy. There's no, 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 no return, return policy. policy. Why is it so quiet? I don't know. Whitney's quiet. Whitney is quiet. But Actually, that's not true. Not all. true. No, it's not. <laughs> wow. Thank you, guys. Appreciate that. Goodness <laughs> gracious. Guys, what have y'all been up to? Just been chilling. Chilling like a, not like a villain. Not like a villain? We're not villains in here. Been rolling around on skates? Not lately. <laughs> no roll partners to roll skating. around with. Yeah. I would love a partner to like roll around with, you know, <laughs> oh, on skates. We've successfully used that soundbite on every episode. Uh, yes, successfully made me blush every time. Yeah. <laughs> Goodness, Whitney's like, see, it's funny when it's not you anymore, isn't it? It's crazy though, you guys. It's like the middle of February or a little later. It's yeah. the end of February. There's the seven end days of February. Left. I'm excited for March. Oh, what wow. about you guys? I'm excited for March too. I'm excited, excited for the I'm doing weather. Some, I'm heat doing up. some engagement photos in March. Oh, yeah. Not I'm, your own, I'm guessing. No, not my own. I uh, nope. Surprise. There's not a ring on this finger. Sorry, not to <laughs> no. rub that in. Or Thank you. <laughs> I just spent Valentine's Day alone. Don't worry, it's and now only you're a flesh wound. Me a week later that I'm still alone. So thank you for that. I'm glad we could talk about marriage a little bit last episode. Between all, yeah. you got Jesus. <laughs> we do got Jesus. Mm-hmm. Everything. Think of the uh, the got milk ads. Yeah, got Jesus? Question mark. Don't got grammar though. That's for sure. <laughs> Don't got grammar. What's that? <laughs> grammar. Man. Well, yeah, guys, almost... it is time that Sorry. we uh, put the milk down. <laughs> Just kidding. Thank you, David. I mean... <laughs> We're almost into March. There's a lot of stuff going on in March. Um, I think after this series, I'm really hoping that we can do something on the Gospels. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That'd yes. be sweet. And there's four Gospels. There's four of us. Coincidence? I Ooh. think not. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but today we're wrapping up our series on Get Your Faith Up that Whitney has so uh, sacrificially huh? been leading for us. <laughs> so thank you, Whitney. But I'm going to close this out with, this, with it. Um, and today we are talking about answered prayers and yes. praying boldly and... Mm-hmm. Just praying, knowing that God hears us. Yes. Answered prayers. 
answered prayers. Even, yeah. when it, even if it's a no, it's still an answered prayer. <laughs> Talk or about if it's praying. not yet. Talk about praying boldly. Like, mm-hmm. have you guys ever tried screaming a prayer? Actually, mm-hmm. yes. I've really? sang one. Yeah. You sang I, one? I do it in the back of my truck all the time. You scream it. At work. <laughs> Sometimes. God! Please! <laughs> just like banging on the ground. Him. I'm just like, God! <laughs> Where are you? The God's up in heaven. He's like, oh! <laughs> he's like startled. <laughs> he's like, mm. Did y'all drop something in the back? <laughs> like, a package? Gabriel, what are you doing in the kitchen? <laughs> Michael, settle down. <laughs> oh my goodness. Jesus, are you flipping over tables again? <laughs> yeah. That's that's a bold prayer right there. Oh, no. Gotta tell you. Anyways. Uh, but anyways. Yes, I have prayed boldly in many ways. And uh you know, I I take comfort in the fact that we can come to the throne. Can I speak boldly? God, please. Please. It's it's for your glory. It's not for mine. Yeah. Anyways, I take comfort in the fact that we can come boldly to the throne, as we are told in Hebrews 4.16. Uh, and it's not for our own benefit, but it is for the glory of Christ. Because he has... M- made so many sacrifices for us he's done so much for us because of his sacrifices we can come boldly to the throne i'm going to read that text real quick since then we have a great high priest who has prayed who has passed through the heavens jesus the son of god let us hold fast to our confession for we do not have a high priest who is unable to sympathize with our weaknesses but one who is who in every aspect every respect sorry has been tempted as we are yet without sin Let us then, with confidence, or in other translations, boldness, come to the throne of grace, that we may receive mercy and find grace to help him, to help in time of need. So guys, let's get into talking about answered prayers. Whitney, do you have anything to say? Um, I do. I think that the thing that we miss is I think we hope a lot of things, but we don't actually believe a lot of things. And by that, I mean we hope that god will hear us or we hope that he'll answer us and hope is the start you know it is the sub like faith is the substance of hope but it's the substance of hope it's not just empty hope Mm. and sometimes i think we give a lot of empty hope quote-unquote prayers instead of faith-filled prayers that are aligning with his word and so just some some notes that i have is just faith is simply agreeing with what god said not agreeing with what things may look like on the exterior the outside but coming in agreement with what he said and that even though that might be fact, that doesn't necessarily mean that it's truth. And so we need to make sure that we are being intentional about getting into the truth of the word and agreeing with it. Mm. Um, it also says that it is impossible to please God without faith. And so if we want to please him, we need to get to that place where we're asking big, bold prayers and knowing and we're expectant that he's going to go above and beyond all that we could ask, think, or see. Because we've conformed ourselves with his desires. Yes. Um, there was actually a guy that shared a post. And in this post, I shared it too because it was so good. Um, I'm sure next year when we're doing this, I'll show it on my Facebook memories. But it was just talking about everybody wants to talk about how their prayers get answered. But it says if you had iniquity in your heart, that he won't. Let me yeah. go back to that post so I can quote it accurately. Well, that's, that's quoting James, James right there, what we read last week that uh, if we ask we'll receive if 
we ask but we do not receive it's because we have the wrong heart motive mm-hmm. um but yeah just quoting from james there yeah, yeah. i uh I was looking in Genesis, actually Genesis 1 around 26, and it talks about us being dominion stewards on the earth. And it's so, I think some people look at that as like, we will be like when, you know, Jesus comes back for his church. Um, But it's like, those things are happening, like right now we are his dominion stewards and things are happening on our watch, not his. And by that, I mean, it's not that he's not doing anything it's that he's already done everything and Mm -hmm. it's our role to to do those things to act them out in faith you know he's given us everything that we need it's our job to take hold of that and have faith and pray it out yeah Yeah. part of part of my testimony is um i was in like a relationship that was not very healthy for a very long time and during the relationship i'm talking like a year and a half in i was praying for it to end like i was not happy at all and then four years later four and a half years later it finally ends and like i just blamed god for a long time about like why did you let this go on like i was praying so hard that you would just get me out of it and then it was so tempting to look back at all that time and say that was wasted time but then after months of like talking to people about it and really kind of analyzing it, it's like you were saying, like the timetable for God was different than my timetable. Like I needed that time in that relationship to learn, to, to be molded, um, to start to realize things that I hadn't realized before. And although I wanted out then, if I would have gotten out, I think I would have went straight back to it. Like, I would have went right back to a person with the same qualities, and I would have continued to be the same person that I was, which was not good either. Um, And so the timetable thing for me was, like, a thing that I had to really work on because I know that God doesn't answer prayers right away. But I was under the – like, for a long time I was under the impression that if you are, like, so passionate and you need help from God – and something is not right and it's not in his will that he's going to get you out of that immediately and I didn't even take time to even realize that sometimes he needs to season you with adversity he needs to season you with with a challenge and you know that's just really humbling and anytime I have the temptation of thinking on that time as wasted time I think about the prayers and that continuous like I'm not going to lose faith that you're going to get me out of this. Like, I'm not going to lose faith. Um, and the fact that I just continue to pray to him. Um, and his answer wasn't exactly what I wanted at first. What but do you feel like it was? What do you feel like his answer was when you prayed that? When I prayed that, I, like the first like time? Whenever you were praying about if you should be in that relationship, was like, what answer do you feel like that he gave you? Like early on, yeah. I feel like he wasn't listening. Mm-hmm. That's that's the that was the struggle. It was like I was. I mean, we were talking about earlier, joking around, like like being bold with the prayer, and like I was like to the point where I was like screaming, like I was like God, you did please. Scream a prayer. Yeah. I did scream a prayer. It was more of just me being angry, 
like mm-hmm. that the things that were happening continued to happen and I felt that there was no response yeah I've, and that was frustrating I felt that many times before and I actually watched a sermon recently by Pastor Robert Hodgkin if you haven't listened to him I would recommend he's really good he's a pastor in Arizona but um, he talked a lot about I think the sermon was labeled what happens when you pray and nothing happens and he talked a lot about carving out a realm and so like when you're believing for something so like for you for like that relationship to end he basically said that like god he'll do he'll paint a picture for you for um something that he wants to do in your life so for you it was like that relationship you wanted to end so he kind of gave you that that uh that thing you know and then it says he'll bless you with the opportunity to carve the realm so like carving if you think about carving something like that doesn't just happen like a second and then whatever you're carving is done it takes time and so you got to keep at it and eventually that realm will be carved that thing that god has put on your heart it will be completed but it takes time yeah and you got to keep at it that was a challenge too because i could have gotten out of it at any time Mm mm-hmm it's not like I had no control. It's just that I wasn't strong enough. Yeah. And near the end, the difference was community. The difference was people to hold me accountable. Mm-hmm. Like there was a certain friend group that when we first started, like it had that friend group formed at like, like right after we cut things off. Mm-hmm. It was definitely God's providence. It, it was. Mm-hmm. And that instead of like, being home alone in my apartment and thinking I should go back to that relationship like I was being challenged and I was being held accountable and it like it was really humbling and that was God that was the difference and I wasn't strong enough before not because I didn't want to seek that community out just because I didn't believe God could do it like but I didn't believe he was answering me or listening and then once he gave me that support goofy it's like he he gave me the courage yeah. to do it. And so it is a struggle to look back at that time and not blame myself for not leaving. But at the same time, I know that, like you said, he was carving out a plan mm-hmm. for me. So It kind of takes me back to this, though. And there are sometimes I think that it does require patience on our end. Um, but there are also other times I do believe that God will answer your prayer right then. Like if you're praying for healing for somebody and you're believing God... He, he can and will heal them right then. And then some people, it takes a few days, they might go home and receive their healing later. Mm-hmm. So I think there's both sides of that. And according like to your faith, so be it unto you. But it, it takes me back to that place where Daniel was fasting and praying for 21 days. And, you know, it said that um, God heard him from the first moment that he prayed and he was sending his answer. And it's because Daniel fasted and he prayed because it said what was the king of Persia was talking about the spirit, but it refers to it as the king of Persia was withstanding him. But Mm -hmm. Daniel fasted and prayed. What if Daniel had given up on day 10? Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And so whenever we're feeling that way, um, I just wanted to encourage you guys that because I didn't even know about fasting and prayer like that at that time whenever I was in a similar situation. But fasting and praying and and believing that he hears you, but also you saying, God, I'm going to choose to be obedient. I might not feel it before I choose it. But I'm going to choose it, and I'm going to expect you to help me after, you know, like or during, not even after, but I need your help with this. Mm-hmm. And it's not something I can do on my own. So instead of maybe, like, praying, God, get me out of this, pray for the strength to walk away from it and make that decision even if your feelings don't line up with your decision. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. 
and knowing like he supplied like you chose obedience mm-hmm. it took that place of you finally choosing obedience right and then he supplied like you know what i mean like he yeah. did supply and so um first peter three twelve. i just wanted to share this with you guys it says for the eyes of the lord are on the righteous and his ears are attentive to their prayer but the face of the lord is against those who do evil and if we know that he hears us whatever we ask we know that what we have asked um and if we know that he hears us, whatever we ask, we know that we have what we asked of him. Sorry, I lost my wording for a second, but we we have what we ask of God. It just takes faith in believing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Believing does not always mean that you are perfect. And a lot of people feel like they have to earn their prayers. We were actually talking about this when we started. Like right before we hit record on the very first episode of the series, we were talking about that and we're like, dang, we, we should wait. We should talk about that on the episode <laughs> maybe. But save it for the podcast. Hmm. Yeah, like we are credited righteousness to our account, just like Abraham, because we believe God, not based off of earning it. And some people want to earn their prayers. They're like, well, if I go to church and if I do this, God, you must answer my prayer quicker. No. Like, you. No. <laughs> no. You. That's like, I, yeah, I don't know where I picked up saying yeah, no, it like People that. who do that, they get it backwards because it's faith that produces good works. Yes. Works. Works do not produce faith, but faith does produce good works. And I think a lot of times we get that mixed up. We're like, well, if I do the works, then I'll just have the faith. No, no, no. Faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. And it will produce work in your life. But the post we started out, I wanted to share with you guys. This girl shared it. It was so, so good. It says, as Christians, we love to quote the scripture like Matthew 7, 7. Ask and it shall be given to you. But we so often ignore when the Bible also says in like Psalm 66, 18, if I regard iniquity in my heart, the Lord will not hear me. Make sure your devotions are causing you to examine yourself, not just satisfy and comfort yourself. The word of God should not make you feel better without making you be better. Yeah. And, and so good. I, I just want to touch on that a little bit uh, regarding the iniquity in your heart. So let's take that back to where David was angry with God and felt like he wasn't doing anything. God or David was praying despite the way he he felt about God, God's mm-hmm. response to it. But David wasn't honest about God's response to it. He like you can be honest with God about your anger with him. But if you're holding on to that anger and not releasing it to him, then that's when the iniquity comes in and that's when he doesn't hear you. But you can be honest about what you're feeling. You can be honest, God, I feel like you're not listening. I feel like you're not here. I feel like you don't hear me. I feel like I'm just on my own here. But I know from your written word that that is not true. <clears throat> and so, God, here I am praying to you again. Like, that's that's where even though you're feeling a certain type of way, God still hears you. Mm-hmm. But if you're holding on to that anchor, if you're holding on to your wrong heart motives, that kind of stuff, then that's when he doesn't hear you. Yeah, and it's also, like, I wanted to receive in that moment, but I didn't want to give. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. I wanted to, like, get God's answer, but I didn't want to, like, like a... give my life and mm-hmm. start living the way he wants me to live. Right. And I think that was also what he was calling me to do. He was like, okay, you, you want out, then you got to start living this way. Yeah. And I was like, no, I don't want to do that. Mm-hmm. I just want you to help me. And he's like, well, until you start, then then that's it's not, you're just going to be in this. And that's kind of what I felt like. And I don't feel like God was, like, punishing me mm-hmm. because i know that he he disciplines those he loves yes. in a soft way he was uh, allowing you to experience the consequences of your own actions right mm-hmm. exactly and so 
it, it wasn't until that community came and I started to immerse myself in that then he was like okay like you're taking a step like here I'm gonna take a step yeah like you walk towards that what is that scripture like you walk towards God go draw cl- closer to God draw and he'll draw, to near, to draw you. near to you so that's what I had to do yeah and so yeah just powerful stuff I think another way that we can struggle with praying and not receiving I guess an answer or something is oftentimes we compare to previous experiences so like the first time we ask for something it's it can happen in this like amazing spiritual way where you just feel God's presence and it's like this amazing thing and then later on you pray for something similar and it's just like kind of silence mm-hmm. or there's not like this big magical experience and it's like well you know satan comes in and whispers like oh like see god's not working he's not hearing you he's not going to do it again and that's something i've experienced Ooh. yeah i'm so glad you said that because i i um this was one post that i either shared or saw recently but it's your f- faith is not your feelings mm-hmm. or your feelings are not your faith there you go your feelings are not your faith. And I think a lot of times we confuse the two. If we don't feel like mm-hmm. we said the right amount or the right, like, excessive wording of prayer, or, you know, whatever, like, we don't feel it. It's not happening. Well, just because you don't feel it does not mean God is not working on it. That does not mean he's not moving. And we need to, as believers, understand that our feelings are not our faith. Mm-hmm. Faith is what we put in with the word with our time with God and knowing that he hears our prayers, it's confidence in knowing that he is good for his word. Yeah. And so that's why I love that song Waymaker. Like even when I can't see it, even when I don't feel it, Mm -hmm. you, you are the way maker. I don't. Yeah. Uh, something I wanted to share, uh, on the podcast before we get any further is, uh, a passage from Acts chapter four. Uh, so to give you some context, Peter has just, Peter and John walk into, uh, the temple uh, at the be- gate called Beautiful, where a man sits daily. He can't walk, can't provide for himself, so he has to beg uh, for alms, which is a which is an offering specifically for beggars. Um, he can't give him Peter can't give him silver or gold, but he gives him the name of Jesus Christ and tells him to rise up and walk. Man gets up and walks, and he starts immediately praising God, just jumping around. Walks into the temple, which is a sermon in of its own because he could never go into the temple because he was crippled and therefore he was unclean. Um, but so he goes into the temple, he's praising God, everybody sees it, they're filled with awe and wonder. Um, and then here come the Pharisees. They're all, they're mad about it because Peter is preaching in the name of Jesus Christ. He's healing this man in the name of Jesus Christ. Um, so they arrest Peter and John. Uh, they then question him. Uh, and again, Peter starts preaching uh, in the name of Jesus Christ. And uh, it says in verse 13, Now when they saw the boldness of Peter and John and perceived that they were uneducated common men, they were astonished, and they recognized that they had been with Jesus. Mm-hmm. So when um, just I'm going to get into how this connects to the answered prayers, but when you speak with boldness, people know that you've been around Christ. When you speak about Christ boldly, they know that there's something else there. Mm-hmm. And then it's not just human humanity. It's not just it's not just pride. Mm-hmm. Uh, Your Holy Spirit is showing. The Holy Spirit is showing. <laughs> absolutely. Um, Can that be a sound bite? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so jump down a little bit further. Uh, they're released. Basically, the Pharisees they tell them uh, they 
they recognize that they can't deny the power of God, but they, but so they resort to trying to silence the name of Jesus Christ. They try to silence them instead of denying. But then, so eventually they just let them go. So he, so this is where I'm picking up in verse 23. When they were released, they went to their friends and reported that the chief priests and el- what the chief priests and the elders had said to them. And when they heard it, they lifted their voices together to God and said, Sovereign Lord, who made the heaven and the earth and the sea and everything in them, who through the mouth of the father David, your servant, said by the Holy Spirit, Why did the Gentiles rage and the people's plot in vain? The kings of the earth set themselves, and the rulers were gathered together against the Lord and against his anointed. For truly, in this city, they were gathered together against your holy servant Jesus, whom you anointed, both Herod and Pontius Pilate, along with the Gentiles and the peoples of Israel, to do where it to do whatever your hand and your plan had predestined to take place. And now, Lord, look upon their threats and grant to your servants to continue to speak your word with all boldness, while you stretch out your hand to heal, and signs and wonders are performed through the name of your holy servant Jesus. And when they had prayed, the place in which they were gathered together was shaken, and they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and continued to speak the word of God with boldness. Yes. So immediately their prayer was answered not for their own sakes but for the sake of jesus name for the sake of jesus name they had been speaking with boldness and they were permitted to continue speaking with boldness and but but not only that they didn't just pray for god to allow them to continue doing so but they also prayed that his signs and his wonders would be made manifest Mm -hmm. in front of the pharisees in front of the jews and in front of the gentiles so that's why I just put so much importance on make sure that your will is conformed with God's will. Yeah. Make sure that you are seeking to glorify Christ and not yourself because that is when prayers get answered. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, I just kind of, because it's referenced in, in Scripture and I just love talking about the spiritual armor, but like the shield of faith. And I was watching a Joyce Meyer sermon and she was walking around with this little toy shield and she was like yep oh this is good just set it on the ground and she's like that's not what it's for and it's something that we genuinely have to put on and you don't passively put on something you have to actively pick it up and put it on and it says to hold up your shield of faith it doesn't say wear it on your back like a backpack or carry it around like an accessory you are to hold it up and it will extinguish the fiery darts of the enemy and so when lies are coming that the enemy is putting in your head maybe about yourself even like oh i'm not good enough um i'll never have the relationship that i desire um i'll never make the career that i want i'll never be satisfied with my job etc where my friends are going to end up getting married before me and I won't have whatever. Just examples of lies, and that's contrary to what's in the Word. And so holding up your shield of faith, and guys, I really wish I had known this sooner, but holding up your shield of faith looks like holding up the Word. And whenever you have those thoughts come, you speak what's contrary to those thoughts, and you say, no, because the Word of God says that I'm blessed, that I am called, that I'm healed. And it says that, no plague will come near my tent, those that abide in the shadow of the Almighty, Psalm 91. And then, like, I'm the head and not the tail. I'm above and not beneath. There's promises, so many promises in the Word of God. There's promises that we hear His voice, the stranger's voice we don't follow. That's a promise, too. Mm-hmm. Like, there's so many thousands of promises in the Word. And so whenever you're feeling that way, even recently I've had to learn to say, you know what? 
I don't receive that feeling right now in the name of Jesus. I bind up depression. It is not permitted here. I'm not allowing it. And I thank you for peace and joy that surpasses all understanding. That even doesn't make sense to me, and I'm fine with that. But Lord, I thank you that that's the promise that you've given me, and I'm going to think on things that are lovely and of virtue and of, of good report. And I'm going to think and meditate on these things. The word is is bread. And we need to make sure that we're spiritually feeding ourselves. And, and that's going to contribute to holding up, to giving you strength to hold up your faith. Mm-hmm. And so just you were talking about them being bold. And I believe firmly that they were bold because they were holding up their faith to things that they had not yet seen. Yep. Your faith is also not what you're looking at. Mm-hmm. Your faith isn't something that you see. It says things that are not yet seen. And that's our confidence. Yeah. And so... Yeah, yeah. Just... Peter and John, they were, like, think about what they were seeing. They were seeing all of the high priests, like, just gathered against them. But that's not what they saw. Mm-mm. They saw what Jesus Christ had done and what God was doing Yes. through this whole thing. They saw what God had prophesied, what God had said. Why did the Gentiles rage and the people's plot in vain? The kings of the earth set themselves and the rulers were gathered together against the Lord and, and against his anointed. That's what they saw. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You got to get to a point where it's like, I don't care what I'm seeing. I care about God's promise and what he's told, told me. Yes. But the thing is, if you're not in the word, if you're not Mm -hmm. consistently in the word, then you're not going to see what God wants you to see. You're not going to have anything to hold up. No. And I, I went through a stage where I had read the word and I was so hungry for it. And I remembered a lot of it and I would hold on to those things. And you do need to remember it so you can hold it up when thoughts come. And you're not having to sit there necessarily and search like you just know what how to refute those lies that may come. But I relied on, like, I wouldn't say old manna because the word of God always be fresh. <laughs> but <laughs> I relied on the fact that I had already read it before and I wasn't renewing my mind to it. And mm-hmm. it says to renew your mind, not just to read it one time, to feed yourself one time and then you're good. It says to meditate on the word day and night. And if you really have to, you really do. You really have to consistently put this in. It's not just like a one and done kind of thing where you can read a verse one time and then you're good. Yeah. Like. Something, one more thing that I just want to add before we close. So what they were quoting when they were praying to God and praising him for what he had just done, they were quoting Psalm 2. And so I'm going to read it to you real quick. Why do the nations rage and the people's plot in vain? The kings of the earth set themselves and the rulers that counsel together against the Lord and against the anointed, his anointed, saying, Let us burst their bonds apart and cast away their cords from us. He who sits in the heavens laughs. Yes. So this is like talking about what God... This is a revelation of what God is doing in this moment and what what's happening. He who sits in the heavens laughs and the Lord holds them in derision. Then he will speak to them in his wrath and terrify them in his fury, saying... As for me, I have set my king on Zion, my holy hill. Talking about Jesus. Talking about the rock. Talking about Jerusalem. Jesus is on the throne. Mm-hmm. And God is laughing at those who are against us. I want to share one more thing. Pastor Bill was talking about one time whenever he was early on in his ministry and how they really didn't have a lot of food to eat. And he had done this job for this guy and was promised to be paid a certain amount. And he had two babies. Him and Pastor Frida got married pretty young. How old were they, like 18? Mm -hmm. Something crazy. Like, they were young, and they had two kids. And this guy ended up using the money they got paid to buy new equipment and had Pastor Bill come do the work. Well, 
at the end of the day, he ended up not paying him. And that was going to provide their, their dinner. Mm-hmm. And he had to go home and tell his wife what happened. And he was really upset. And he was like, man, he's like, I really wanted to go to this guy and show him the laying on of hands and the not the right way. you know." And he's like, but instead I went to my pastor because he's like, I need someone to tell me that I can't do this, that mm-hmm. I can't go to that guy and do what I really want to do and stand with me in faith. And his pastor did. He stood with him in faith. And when Pastor Bill got home, he sat. He said he sat in his chair, and Heidi, their daughter, came up to them and was like, "Mommy cried today after you left," you know, and like that that broke his heart. But he looked over. I think there was like a sign on his wall, or what was it, Corianne? I think it was a, like a sign with the Jesus is Lord or something. I think yeah, Jesus so, is Lord. Some, something of that nature. It was a, it was a sign, sure. and he was he he laughed, and <laughs> Brita was like, "Why on earth are you laughing right now?" And he's like, "Because either that's true, or it's not." And he was like, in this moment, I he had to make the decision that that was all he needed to know. That was it. If he knew nothing else, he knew that that was truth. And he was like, I had to make the decision that that's all I needed to know, that it's true. And he said later, he's like, he didn't really tell anybody else or whatever what was going on. People, like a box of whatever was dropped off to his house that he was provided for. A like box some, of food. Yes. Mm-hmm. And just God had come through for them so many times like that supernaturally. But that was so powerful to me whenever he looked at that one sign and he was like, either it's true or it's not. And that's what I'm going with. And like, guys, we just wanted to encourage you guys with that. I wish I had known. I'm sure all of us wish we had known all of this stuff back when we were going through it and how to pray (laughs) and how to hold up our faith and and the power that comes with that. Man, it's so good. And I wish somebody had taught me Mm -hmm. to read the word for myself sooner. Yeah. It would have drastically changed so many things that I wouldn't have had to have gone through if I had known what the word said. And so we just encourage you guys. Um, do you guys have anything to add? No, I think that's no. good. I think we're ready to close. So, Guys, so glad that you joined us for the series. So thankful for Whitney and her leadership with the uh, first few episodes. And then, yeah. and then uh, it, uh, also, she's the one who came up with the series. So thank God for that. Yeah. yeah. Um, guys next week we uh we're gonna be starting a new series and we will see you then but until now until <laughs> until then until then have a completely butchered it but guys be safe let us know if you have any prayer requests topic topic requests things of that nature have a good week this is free one